1: Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
0: Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a social media examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher, and my co-host today is Kim Reynolds. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On today's show, we're going to discuss how to implement Instagram's new two-factor authentication update. And then we're going to weigh the pros and the cons of Facebook's new smart speaker and video calling devices, the Portal. Our special guests this week include Jen Herman and Jeff C. Before we get into that, This show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World. Join us and 7,000 other fellow marketers at the mega conference designed to inspire and empower you. Social Media Marketing World 2019. Find out more at smmw19.com. So before we get into our main segments of discussion this week, we've got a couple of news items. And Kim, this first one is a, a big one and a sad one. For some people.
2: anyways. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you probably already know the news by now, but Google Plus is going to be shutting down. So this one is kind of sad for me because I met so many awesome people on Google Plus and it was such a great alternative to Facebook. And for a long time, I pretty much only focused on Google Plus and then pretty soon the signs were out that it was going to die and I went back to Facebook, but, you know, they're closing it down because of that software bug that was discovered in the spring. And it could have exposed lots of personal data, names, email addresses, occupation, gender, all sorts of stuff. Between 2015 and 2018, 500,000 people, you know, have, potentially been impacted. So yeah. and they and Google didn't disclose it at the time because they didn't want to be lumped in with Facebook and Cambridge right. Analytica. So, you know, over the next 10 months they're going to be winding down Google Plus and I find it a little sad.
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot of, you know, in memoriam type posts from people yeah. who yeah. who got their start Interacting in our community on Google Plus, Ian Anderson Gray, Mike Alton, Jeff C, who you'll see later, and many others. So you know, it's not a. It's you know, Google Plus has had a track record of of you know failing, pulling
2: the plug, yeah, pulling the plug,
0: and I'm surprised it lasts this long. So,
2: well, Uh, I am. I am too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. In other news, speaking of Facebook, Facebook has renamed their camera effects platform to Spark AR, the AR being augmented reality, which there's a really cool new AR or uh, augmented reality or uh, camera thing that's out there. We'll probably end up talking about this a little bit next week. But uh, basically, the new name is reflecting the growth that Facebook is seeing in the platform so far. So it's not just camera effects platform. It's now called Spark AR. And it's on a closed beta and is also going to be expanded to Instagram. So that's cool. I'd love to see more AR stuff uh, come into Instagram. Facebook is a place where I don't really necessarily see AR uh, as much, but uh, yeah. So uh, beta, Participants will be able to use Spark AR Studio and design these immersive and interactive experiences and then make them available for Facebook and Instagram. So you can find out more about this closed beta by going to sparkar.com to join that, uh, that beta. So there you go.
2: Well, Twitter has removed the ability to create moments on mobile. So they said the reason why they did it was because no one was really using it anyway. And now they can focus on building other products that we will love. So no more moments on mobile, but you can still create them on desktop. There you go. Cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, moments are good. Uh, We use them for our tweet chat, uh, hashtag SME chat every week. Uh, Jen Cole goes back and creates a moment and then uh, we use that to kind of corral people around. So that's pretty good. So, I I just, I'm not sure why you would limit, I mean, in the official Twitter apps, whether it's Twitter.com or a Twitter mobile app, I don't know why you would not have the same functionality in both places. It's one of those things that confuses me about Twitter to no end. But anyways, so, uh, those are your leading stories, but now we're going to get into our first segment. So, we are bringing in our first guest here, Jen Herman, while we are waiting for her to join I will give you a little bit of a breakdown of who she is. So Jen is a social media consultant, speaker, and globally recognized Instagram expert. She is the forefront blogger on Instagram marketing and her blog, Jen's Trends. Jen provides training, tips, and resources for small to medium-sized businesses and understands trends in social media management. She is the author of The Ultimate Beginner's Guide to Instagram and... Stop guessing your step-by-step guide to creating a social media strategy. Jen, welcome to the show.
1: Hello. Hey. I'm so excited to be here and I apologize in advance. I have a cold so I sound a little crazy. No, um, you sound fine actually. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say you you look good and you sound good. I knew you were under the weather but you were willing to take a chance and you know, we can't catch anything through crowdcast. (laughs) But but we're glad to see you and you, you do. You look great and you sound great. So you have a ton of stuff here to cover. So let's just jump into it. The first one is pretty big because up until this point, one of the frustrations with Instagram security was only being able to have one phone number in an account, and then basically you, you didn't have this ability for a team to really, like, in other words, if you were monitoring, or I should say managing, multiple uh, Instagram accounts, and you only had one phone number, you were up the creek, right? Right. So, yeah,
1: and it was if you had a team of people, like the only the one person that had the phone number it had the multi factor authentication notification, so if the three of us were managing an account and Kim got locked out, I would be the one that would get the text message that I'd then have to text to her so that she could get logged back in. But if I didn't get the message, then the code would expire before I could get it to her like it was absolutely. It it was a step in the right direction to protect your accounts when they when they launched the text based uh, two factor authentication, but it obviously had a lot of limitations. So the new feature is that you can do it through the authentication app, so something like Google Authenticator or other apps that you use. Um, in my personal opinion is it's still kind of glitchy. Mm. I haven't personally set it up on mine. I'm still just using the text-based one because I'm the only one that manages my account. But I know a few people that went in a couple weeks ago, while like before this was kind of publicly announced, but it had started to kind of roll out in the background. Um, And when they set up the the two-factor authentication through one of the authentication apps, it took it off of all of their other accounts so they like it wasn't like it was kind of like oh you did it now it's for everything it completely took off all the multi-factor authentication on their other accounts so they had to go back in so just a warning if you do want to set this up make sure you're checking all of your accounts and that you're properly managing all of the multi-factor authentications
0: yeah this is i mean and this is a huge deal though (laughs) so if somebody is not necess- one, if people didn't already have two factor on in any way, like that's a big old mistake. We've we've covered yeah. that. And we've mentioned that a number of times in the past, I think, two to three years now since the Chalene Johnson incident. Incident? Yeah. incident. That's the right word. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and if you don't remember what that was, basically Shalene Johnson, who has spoken for us, been on podcasts. I mean, she was on a podcast dedicated to this exact topic of Instagram safety because she got her account got hacked. And from that point forward, especially internally at Social Media Examiner, Mike Stelsner has been a, a, an extremely, um, I don't know what the right word, proponent for security and yes. rightfully so. And so, to have this come along on um, one of the ones where it was really difficult to do, it makes a huge difference. So
1: it does. And it's one of those things, and I know you guys have talked about this a million times, but if your account gets hacked because someone gets your password or gets in through kind of that backdoor channel because you don't have two factor turned on. If you're a small account, chances of you getting it back are not good. Shailene fortunately had a huge account and she had a lot of big name people that vouched for her and like attacked Instagram and were like, get her her account back. Like (laughs) It was this whole play. I mean, it took about 48 hours even then for her to really regain control. And in that process, she lost tens of thousands of followers. So it's something that is really, really critical, especially if you have multiple people managing your account, because you may be protecting your account, but you don't know who's using other people's phones or devices. So absolutely look into this. This is going to make it so much easier. Uh, Instagram has tutorials on their Instagram support page or Facebook support page, depending on where you want to find these things. But it specifically tells you how to set it up on multiple devices. So you set up the authentication on your device, you get a code, you can copy that and then send that to all the other devices you use and authenticate it on the other devices. So All of you can have access to it and you don't need to have just that one person that has to get the code each time, although there are recovery codes and other kind of components of it. But you can have multiple users set up that authentication.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And we should probably grab the link for that. Um, where, Where again did you say that was?
1: I can literally drop it.
0: Okay, perfect. Thank right you so in much.
1: The chat.
0: And so while you're doing that, I'll mention that we will then uh, include that link in the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at socialmediaexaminer.com. Every Saturday, we have the show notes post uh, for this episode, for these episodes. So uh, thank you so much, Jen. That's awesome. I'm going to definitely okay. take a look at that as well, because that was one of the things we had to kind of juggle around was whose number was on the social media examiner account and that, and between Mike Stelzner and Jeff C and myself. And so this is a godsend in terms of security and convenience, because I think you could have one, but not the other. And now you can kind of have both. So. Yeah. Very cool. So that's simple. That's I mean, this is I I don't want to downplay this, but it's kind of self-contained and simple. And so uh, let's move on to some of these other cool things. You know, the more fun (laughs) things, the creative things uh, that are going to make a difference in our Instagram life. So this one, I had not heard of this other than I'd seen it and experienced it in the little bit of Snapchat use that I had done uh, here and there recently. Uh, this is something that they already have, which is this stitching together of stories, or I should say snaps because it was Snapchat. But I saw you actually, Jen first announce this and I was like, Oh, please, please, please bring this, to, <laughs> bring this to Instagram. This is the first time I've actually said, Hey, Instagram, please steal this from Snapchat. Yes. So,
1: <laughs> so- I am like, and you guys have to understand, I am not a big stories fan. Like, I don't create a lot of stories for my own content. I have, you know, some things I do here and there. And if I travel, I do a lot, but I don't do a lot of stories because I talk too much for 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go live all the time when I have more than like two minutes worth of content to share. So, this whole stitched video is like, oh my gosh, I cannot stop talking on my stories. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. (laughs) So it's right now, it's an Android only feature from everything we've been able to find. I've only found documentation, which is in the link that, uh, that Grace just put up, which is from Android Police. Everybody I know that has an Android seems to have this. iOS users, sorry for once, as Android people got it first. <laughs> so we're super excited about it. But yeah, so what happens is when you go into your Instagram stories and you go to record a video, you kind of push and hold the shutter button, the big, you know, camera button. You it goes and it has the 15 second, then it cuts you off. Well, now it just keeps going. And then it, it, as soon as you hit 15 seconds, it has this little pop-up. So your first 15 second clip and you keep going and then another 15 second pops up. So you can still see where you're at in the 15 second intervals, but you can record a two minute video and it's going to automatically break it up into 15 second segments. And so it's all going to play as one long video. You can also upload longer videos to your story. So if you have a 48-second video in your camera roll, oh, you wow. can upload that and it's automatically going to crop it into 15-second intervals for you. So it's making life a bazillion times easier to share those things on stories and not do the, oh my gosh, 15 seconds, stop. Like, you know, and that's what I would always do. I'd rush to get to that 15-second yeah. block and record nine times to get a 15-second clip that actually said everything I wanted to say. So this is so huge. Everybody that has it loves it. Everybody who doesn't have it is freaking out that they don't have it. (laughs) So it's going to be super fun. I think, like you said, there's not a lot of things that I love they stole from Snapchat, but this is one of those ones that, especially when you're at an event and you just want to kind of press and hold and and capture that. And then you always miss, like it cuts off at the 15 second mark right before the, you know, the, you kind of make that final statement or right before the important thing happens. Now you don't have to worry about it. You can capture it and it all plays through. And then because they're separate segments, you can actually add separate text filters, doodles, stickers to each segment. So if you did a two-minute video and at the 30-second mark you mentioned somebody, you could throw up their app mention on that specific clip, but not have it on all six clips or something. So there's lots of ways you can customize the individual components as well. It's going to be so much fun for everybody. So
0: have you personally experienced this? You're on Android and do you have it okay so so i gotta ask this question um once you've pressed and held and you've done you know let's see so for two Mm -hmm. minutes divided by 15 that's eight eight yeah so i do math Um,
2: (laughs) that was impressive
0: (laughs) thank you uh are all eight of those stories then sitting there in say like a dock to where you can tap between them and perfect them all and then send them all up at once in the right order yep so what happens is is when you're I know. Oh my gosh. When you're done
1: recording, it comes up on the bottom on a toolbar and it literally has each clip as an individual kind of little thumbnail. And then it has send to. So you can tap on each one and you can edit them, add your stickers, add your, you know, doodles, add filters, whatever you want to do. And you can navigate through each one. And then when you're done, you hit send to and you can either send it as a personal DM to anybody you want. So you can do it that way as well. Or you can sit. Put hit send to your story, and then it automatically goes out. Now, it does upload one at a time. So the first one may get uploaded a few seconds before the end one. But once it's not one of those things where you have to record 15 seconds, stop, let that upload, record the next 15 seconds. It's pretty seamless in terms of the upload time. So people get to watch it as one giant cohesive story.
0: Okay. And you said that then we could take a pre-existing video that we recorded from our camera roll and upload that and it'll do that same splitting out. Yep. That just uh that just got rid of a bunch of different apps that are in the App Store cuz I had recommended exactly. a few of those for different, you know, things out there, podcasts for Mike and everything. So, yeah, like, yeah, Jeff said no more Continual. That was the app Continual that was Yeah,
1: continual, continual. Yeah, that and there's so. a couple other ones, but Continual was the big one. So, yeah. you know, and inevitably this is the world of third-party apps, right? They come out and provide a solution that isn't there and then as soon as the the dominant platform fixes it by by apps, you know, so unfortunately, uh, but yeah, it's it's basically completely replaces those things like continual and that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. I think Shay here says, I love how serious everybody is about being able to record a video longer than 15 seconds. I agree. But the issue and the pain is real. The struggle is real. When you get to the end of that 15 seconds, and that circle is coming around to it, and you're just trying to time your words just right, and you think you've done it, and then you go back and... Watch what you've done before you upload it, and it cuts off like the last (laughs) syllable of the last word, and you're just so pissed. It's like, dang it, Instagram. So you can you can tell I've done this. And
1: that's this takes the pressure off someone like me who brevity is not my strong suit, and I don't have to try to say in 15 seconds. I can take 42 seconds to say it and not feel rushed. And I think it's better for your audience because now you're going to have that better chance to really communicate with them in that. It isn't something where you're rushing out a message in two 15-second bursts, but you can actually say something in two minutes and have more of your natural connotations and, and ways of communicating with them versus, okay, let me tell you this really fast because I only have 15 seconds. I think it'll be better for communication overall.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I can see it getting – I think I can see it, though, turning some people into like long-winded, like, I'm going to do a five-minute video on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like, no, just instead go live you know i don't yeah, know. absolutely yeah.
1: if you're if you're doing 5 minutes or more go live absolutely like is there use that limit? for the long is there a time limit for these stitches i haven't mm-hmm. noticed one um, i haven't seen one and there's technically like there's no limit to stories right so yeah. if you want to upload 50 stories you can um so i really i haven't seen a limit i would assume there would at some point maybe be one like you're not going to do an hour long of you know these little individual snippets but i think it's it should be kind of a a good understanding that, you know, do up to like two minutes as a story. That's eight. I mean, once you've got to eight, that's kind of where you lose people's attention spans anyways. If you're doing longer than that, then go live and have a legitimate conversation with dialogue back and forth with the conversations that happen in a live video. I wonder why they
2: didn't just leave it where you could create longer story segments in video. I mean, why they're chopping it into 15 second increments. Instead of That's just saying location, okay, but I it. think
1: it's still one of those things that they're trying to keep it as you know short form content, right? I mean, we've talked about this in so many different capacities where the, the general trend is towards short form content, mm-hmm. and IGTV is for anything over you know 15 seconds. So, if they you know they're trying, I think they're still trying to keep everything separate, and live video is supposed to be you know one component, IGTV is your longer form video, and stories are still support- supposed to be these kind of short bits of digestible
2: content, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I would still never do say more than two to three in a in a a sitting or a set or a, you know in yeah. a in a recording because I'd want to have some variety in there and that you asked yeah. what the what the uh, the limit would be I think the limit though there isn't an imposed one is probably just the attention span of your audience right yeah. So, don't and go that's late. what you
1: need to know. Like that's yeah. the thing. I mean, I go live every other Wednesday on my Instagram, and I go live webinar style for an hour, and I can retain that audience. But that's also a very exclusive situation, and something that I've cultivated over a year's time. Right. I would never do that in a story component, and you know, it's so you really do have to know your audience, and, and what do they want from you? What can you give them? And you still want to keep it as succinct and tight as possible. So plan out your thoughts in advance, so you're not doing the ums and the ahs and drama out a story into a three minute thing that could have been, you know, four Mm -hmm. 15 second bursts.
0: Yep. Exactly. So uh, very cool. As you can tell, I was (laughs) kind of thrilled with this. Of course, there's no real like time frame as to when this is rolling out, but you have it. You have it on Android. That gives me hope that, you know, (laughs) soon i I would assume
1: ios would be soon i can't imagine they would drag it out too long
0: yeah so but speaking of this next one uh which is the instagram quick replies jeff just uh let me know this morning that we on our social media examiner account uh we do have this one so this is really cool so talk to me about what a, a quick reply is
1: so quick reply is essentially like a canned response. Um, it's, it's not necessarily an automatic response, but it's basically a pre-canned response, just like you would use in your Gmail or other email servers, where when you always get the same question 187 times a week, you can have a pre-formatted answer that you can just basically paste in as a reply. So if you're always getting questions like, what are your hours of operation? How do I get to your location? What are your rates? Any of those sorts of basic questions, you can actually type out a quick reply in Instagram and save it so that when you go in to respond to those, you can just basically paste that response in there and you can customize it if you want to and then hit send and send it off. So there's a couple different ways to get to the quick replies. Uh, If you're in an actual direct message, you'll see what on the screen right now, it's blue. It's that little three dot kind of chat bubble looking icon. That is the quick reply button. It's black and white when it's not Uh, in this format that it's currently in right now, which is where they've already typed the shortcut to insert it. So it's black and white when you're just typing and you can choose that to either add a quick reply or choose a quick reply you have saved. You can also go into your settings. So if you go into your Instagram account profile, go to edit settings and or go to the settings. And then in there, there's an actual option for quick replies. That's where you can manage them. So you can again, you can add, edit, delete any of them. Um, But basically, you just type up the response that would be your generic standard response to somebody on that kind of question. So Thanks for your inquiry. My average rate is X, Y, Z. And I usually am available Monday through Wednesday for client calls, You know, whatever it is. And then you can save what is a shortcut name. So let's say in that case, it was rates because that's what it was. The moment you go into a message in Instagram and you type rates, that little bubble turned blue, like the last screenshot we saw. And so as soon as you tap on that blue bubble, it instantly inserts that saved quick reply so you don't have to type it up. It just pops it right in there as soon as you typed rate as your first word in the response. Then if you want to, like I said, you can actually customize it so you can go in and say, you know, hey, so-and-so, thank you so much. And then paste for your inquiry, blah, 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 blah. So you can personalize it. I do recommend you guys, if you're writing a quick reply, make it personal, like make it sound like it came from you and your voice. If your normal direct message responses, it's like, Hey man, thanks for writing me. Then don't be like, thank you so much for your inquiry. You know, make sure that they're kind of still in the same tone and related that they don't seem like it was a canned response. Now, again, these are not automatic. It's not like it's going to read a trigger word and automatically send that response. You have to physically go in and add that quick reply. So it's not automatic, but it is going to be a huge efficiency tool for business tools. This is only available on business profiles. It's one of the new features that Instagram is adding to make business and marketing more effective. They understand that this is a place where, you know, business gets conducted and they want to make our lives easier as marketers and businesses. So it's meant to be an efficiency tool. Use it for that, but don't, you know, we as marketers can ruin a good thing. So let's not ruin it, people. Let's make it nice and personal and and relatable to the the people that we're responding to.
0: Yeah. This this is great. We get the uh, question all the time about how do I uh, get my account verified or can you help me get my Instagram account verified? And we don't have that ability. So we need to, that'll (laughs) be the first one that I set up (laughs) on our account. Agree. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> and it'll be it'll be a keyword verify or something along those lines.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so then, literally, as soon as you write verify, you hit the blue button. It's going to pop it up, and it'll say, you know, we wish we could help you with that. We don't have those kinds of superpowers. Only Instagram can do that. Here's the steps you can go through to request verification. Because now you can't actually request it, so you can have that customized as your response. And then this is also great, you guys, if you have multiple people managing a team. Quick replies will ensure that the response is consistent through everyone that's responding on behalf of that team. This is great if you have a technical or very unique industry. Like let's say you're a lawyer or a doctor or something like that, where you deal with technical type questions. This is great because now other people on your team make sure they have an already formatted answer that answers that in a properly phrased way that you're not saying the wrong thing or giving the wrong information. Um, And it can also make your life a whole lot easier because if you don't want to have to write up, okay, here's the four steps to do this, you can save that as your response and it's not going to you know you won't skip a step or forget something when you're putting those responses in there so there's a lot of application to this tool
0: so as long as uh, we've got them all set up inside of our one business account then anybody who has access to that that can switch swap you know that can switch their account over from their personal into that one inside of the instagram app those will all be in there for everybody
1: That is my understanding. I have not 100% verified that, but it's my understanding that the quick replies are tied to the account, not to the device.
0: Cool. Very cool. Um, And then Grace wanted me to make sure that I mentioned that we have an article, or I should say you have an article, on Social Media Examiner uh, coming out next Tuesday, the 16th, all about this specific thing and how to use it and you break it all down. So just wanted to give that shout out pre-shout out to you. We're <laughs> recording this on Friday as usual. So next Tuesday. So the people that are listening to the podcast, it's tomorrow. Or if you're Perfect. listening to it late, it was yesterday or today. Then it's there. It's already it's there. there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when you listen to the show, but I'm glad you do. So, but Jen, that's awesome because that means people aren't just learning about this right now. They're going to be absolutely able to like dig in and start, uh, you know, they'll be able to use your article on our site to break it down. So thank you so yeah. much.
1: And there's tons of screenshots and examples and all that kind of fun stuff in there, too. So it'll be really helpful. If you, I know we kind of just touched on it quickly yeah. today, but the article will give a lot more tutorial.
0: Very, very cool. So again, that's Tuesday, October 16th. Look for that article on socialmediaexaminer.com. Jen, so glad to have you back with us. We And you did great. You don't look under the weather. You don't sound under the weather. <laughs> so I can't wait to have you back next time when you're not feeling bad at all, because then you right? just read even more of your A-game. But until then, <laughs> uh, you're, you're speaking a social media marketing world.
1: I am. I'm so excited to be coming back. You guys know it's my favorite week of the year. Yes. It's literally like my Christmas, Super Bowl, New Year's birthday. You name it, all rolled into one massive, amazing week. So I can't wait to see you guys in a few months. Obviously,
0: you're speaking on Instagram. Any idea like yes. where you're going to go with it? Because I know, again, we here it is October as we record this, and it's months yeah. away still to the event. And we want to bring the most value packed, recent, up to date information as we can right up to the event. I don't know if you've ever run into this where you're changing your slides yes. within the last week, but most do because. You want to stay on top of things. So
1: well, and I have to laugh because literally last year I did um, Instagram analytics and I did all my slides and I'm literally standing on stage with all these slides and someone goes, mine don't look like that. Instagram changed the analytics the day of my presentation. I was like, I'm going to hurt you. Like, I swear (laughs) to God, Instagram does this to me on purpose. I was like, literally while I'm on stage, you rolled out an update. Are you kidding me right now? Wow. So, you know, we can only do so much. (laughs) So,
0: but do you have any kind of an inkling of what you're going to speak on? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going towards uh, the topic of using Instagram for lead generation, cool. um, because it's one of those things that, you know, when someone tells me you can't do something, I'm determined to prove them that you can. Um, and it's a question I get all the time. I can't use Instagram as a lead gen tool. And I've been focusing on this more and more. And so uh, I pitched that idea and that was accepted. So we'll be focusing specifically on using Instagram as lead gen.
2: Nice. Very
0: cool. Very cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Until then, until we see you, we're going to see you on this show before then. But until next time on this show and then at Social Media Marketing (laughs) World, where can people find you online?
1: So the best place to go hang out with me right now is my Facebook group, which if you go to Facebook and search for Jen's Trends, you will find the Jen's Trends and Social Media Facebook group. And Grace has put the the link to the group in the chat. Uh, But that's where I share all my breaking news about Instagram before I share it anywhere else. So if you want to stay on top of all the Instagram breaking news updates outside of the Social Media Society, because they're really good about uh, putting breaking news in there as well. But the Facebook group covers all social media, but especially Instagram, breaking news and all the fun stuff it's a really awesome group we're super super helpful everyone asks questions and gets advice all the time it's really good nice close-knit community so come hang out with me there and and say you came over from the show it'll be awesome to see you
0: awesome thanks for the invite of course come on over all
1: right
0: (laughs) well jen thanks for being here and we'll see you soon
1: bye Bye, guys thank you yeah
0: awesome uh, awesome. Again, as usual, to see Jen on the show and have her on the show, always doing awesome stuff when we bring her on. Uh, I'm going to bring Jeff on, who is our next segment guest. In the meantime, I do want to remind you that, again, you can see Jen in person and me and Kim and Jeff, for that matter, if you feel like it, and 7,000 other fellow marketers, I kid, at at the mega conference (laughs) designed to inspire and empower you, Social Media Marketing World 2019. And you can grab your ticket at smmw19.com. And with that, welcome to the show, Jeff. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Hey. Doing great. Great. So let me give a quick bio to Jeff. He's the owner and creative director at His Design Inc., where he has worked to help clients market themselves in the best way possible using a variety of mediums for over 14 years. He's the head beard at Manly Pinterest Tips, where he's the creator and host of the Manly Pinterest Tips show. And Jeff is also on the social team at Social Media Examiner. Welcome to the show, Jeff C. Thank you. Again, I already said that. Yes. Anyway, you get two you get two welcomes. So One for you and one for the beard. Facebook. (laughs) Facebook finally announced their, quote, Alexa competitor that was – we were told was going to be announced back in April at their F8 conference. They did not do that. I think they had bigger problems on their mind at that point in time, and this would probably have added to it. Uh, right. You can kind of see where my opinion is coming yeah. out so, a little bit. So, so let's talk t- to me, tell me what this is.
3: Let's talk about Portal and then we'll get into is it yes. a good idea or not later at the end. So what it is, it's their new um, their new screens that let you pretty much video conference. It's if you boil it all down, it's a great video conferencing tool. It's it's powered by A.I. and it's called the Portal. And there's two different sizes. One is uh, around 15 inches and one is 10 inches Um, And the thing, the big thing is it has a smart camera in it that automatically pans and zooms uh, to keep everyone in view. And it has a smart speaker, which allows you to um, kind of filter out some background noise. If you ever remember that camera called the Mevo, where you could have a widescreen and it would track people as you move around. It's kind of that technology It even looks the same. It has a little yellow box that you can focus on people. And when they get closer to the camera, it zooms in on them. Uh, the interesting thing also is that, and you're supposed to be able to message with like seven people at the same time using this device, uh, using your Facebook and messenger contacts. Um, and it's weird, but Amazon Alexa is built into this device as well. So you can uh, ask for updates in the weather, uh, which seems to me it's a competitor, but we'll get into that later. But it also has integrations with Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Facebook Watch, um, Notice and and some of these AR effects that we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, this new that you, you the new AR platform or rename or what that you talked about earlier. Um, Spark AR, there you go. Spark AR, Sparker, Spark AR. Uh, the um, the interesting thing is Netflix or any video things are not listed here. It's only Facebook Watch. So the prices are for the 10 uh, inch screen with a 1280 by 100 display is 199 US. Uh, the Portal Plus is the bigger 15-inch screen, and it's got 1920 by 1080, and it pivots so you can have it both uh, landscape and portrait, and it's going to retail for $349 uh, US uh, dollars. So it actually is um, about the same price as the Google screen, but it's uh, way more expensive than the Alexa show. So um, that's kind of the breakdown of it. Now, and the other thing is, there is a cool thing, I will say, with the new AR thing. They have a thing called Storytime, which is really kind of geared for grandparents to read to their kids. Uh, And they they actually have some open source, you know, like the Three Little Pigs and that kind of thing. And you read it, and it puts the wolf mask on you, and it has animation that goes Mm -hmm. through. So I thought that was pretty cool for, like, grandparents who want to you know, they're not, they live far away and they want to have story time with their kids and kids get distracted really easily. Having a, a wolf mask get on grandma might be a little fun and keeps them entertained <laughs> for a while. But let's get into if this is a good idea or not. Um, yes. So this is so. Me And I love, I love smart devices. I have like uh, 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 Alexa. I turned her off so she can't say anything. Okay. Uh, Alexa and, um, you know, I have it in all like three different rooms. I have the dots and I have the, the big one. I don't have the show because well, I just don't like having cameras like that in my house. But for me, Alexa is like the computer on Star Trek. I can ask her what the weather is. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say, you know, um, how do I spell something? I have her control my lights, which is really cool. But when you have face a Facebook camera in your house, to me, that's like a creepy neighbor who's just always kind of looking, trying to look in your window a little bit. I just it just feels with all the stuff they've had to deal with. I read an article, I think it was on TechCrunch that was saying they had to release this now or it would it would just die Um, because they were going to try to release it. Like you mentioned at F8 and with all the the hacking and the scandal which happened, you know, it's just they couldn't do it. Now I feel like they have to. They're kind of forced to. They've even came out with a (laughs) you know, they're worried because they, they made an extra little a thing that will cover up the camera that you can slide over now that I don't think was the original design. And <laughs> in their press release, they had a whole section, probably more than the features, which was, you know, how privacy is protected. Like they're only going to encrypt it on, um, your, on your local thing. Nothing goes to Facebook servers. The interesting thing too is they say there's no ads. Even on Facebook Watch, which we're used to seeing ads on, there's not huh. going to be ads right right now. Right, right. now. Right. They would not confirm if there would be ads in the future. They just said right now. So you know they're going to put ads there. Um, and yeah. Facebook, they're really good with the, the facial recognition. I mean, they're having the wolf mask on grandma. I, it just makes me nervous. And we, we, Google Plus, I, what's going to happen like five years? Oh, by the way, Russian hackers has been watching your video in your house. I'm sorry. This has been happening for the last three years. We just found out about it, almost like Google Plus did. I just think it's it's too soon. I just I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think it's a good idea to have that in your house.
2: I just would wonder why does someone need it when there's so many other options.
3: Save up and buy an iPad where you can do you can watch <laughs> Netflix and do all this stuff and take it with you. And I just it just doesn't seem to, you know, scratch an itch that people really, really need. I mean right. most people will FaceTime if they're gonna
0: do if something gonna- like that. Yeah. talk at all like that.
3: And yeah. and I mean, because the Google Dot was super cheap. I mean, you can get them, what, $39 on Prime Day sometimes. I mean, and they're super functional. You know, I can, you can even do voice calls with them. I mean, all sorts of things. And they're cheap and they work. You can turn them off. I mean, some people don't like them listening all the time. That can be a little creepy. But I just don't like a camera on that you don't know. Even with the thing down, it just, who knows? I don't know. I don't, Maybe I'm wrong. Do
2: you do you use Google and And Alexa?
3: No, I don't have the Google. I'm all in on Alexa.
2: Oh, okay. I was just checking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jeff's through and through Alexa. Grace, our show producer, is through and through on Alexa even more than Jeff. I think she's got more devices than you. She's got
3: the show and Uh, everything. She's more brave than I am. Speaking of
0: which, I do need to make a mention on this. Grace is actually the voice of our own Alexa at Social Media Examiner. We have a basically a daily news brief from social media examiner on social media news. And you can find that Alexa skill at com slash Alexa. Go check that out and subscribe to it. And then you'll get to hear Grace deliver you the social media news of the day. So shout out to that. Um, nice. Kim, what do you have? Do you have anything that's voice related at all?
2: No, no, but I'm thinking very seriously about getting Alexa. Because I mean, I, I, she
3: controls. I mean, she can like I set my alarm for my office using her. I can have I turn on my lights. I mean, there's so many handy things, you know, like I can listen to the briefing by grace. Um, I mean, I have a whole slew of, you know, I say, Alexa, tell me my daily briefing and she'll run through the social media examiner news. She does TechCrunch, crunch um, even late night because I usually miss the yeah. um, like the opening monologue. And so like that'll be going while I'm getting ready for for the day. And so it's just super, I mean, and there's tons of cool apps and my wife and I play Jeopardy all the time on it because we're nerds and (laughs) it's, but it's a lot of fun. And so there's, I I just think, why would you spend that much money on a camera when so many other things do it? I just think it's,
0: unless I'm totally wrong, I just think this is not going to happen for them. Unless I'm mistaken, I I really think that in order For from for what my perception has been of this voice and video calling and automation and all that kind of stuff, these these hubs, these home hub little little devices uh, that I think it's it's pretty much a consensus that Amazon is in the lead in this category Uh, behind them is Google behind them, I would say, is probably Siri, though Siri itself has issues Right. And then behind them is where I would now put this new Facebook device because it's got it's coming with it. It's bringing baggage. It's bringing baggage yeah. in twofold, two fronts. Number one, there's the privacy issue stuff, which I think is going to be a huge uh, deterrent for people. I mean, people are just like, wait, why would I grab a, fa- a camera? Why would I like ca- a Facebook put a camera in my home? But number two, somebody else is going to say, oh, I'm stopped using Facebook a couple of months ago. Remember this? Right. Like right. recently, yeah. we we talked about both these things on this show and in the news, and they've both been very strong topics when it comes to people having opinions. And they're just like, well, look, number one, I'm going to change my privacy options on Facebook or number two, most marketers. And I'd love to hear some marketers who, who are uh, not this way, but most marketers I have heard have said when it comes to Facebook and their, their, Facebook usage, they say something paraphrasing along the lines of, if it weren't for the marketing I have to do on Facebook, I wouldn't be on Facebook anymore. So Mm -hmm. if that's not you, I'd love to hear from you, like drop a comment somewhere here or somewhere else everywhere. Most marketers I know right now are feeling that way. So if marketers are already feeling that way, I have to wonder what consumers themselves are thinking. What do you guys think?
2: I don't think the average consumer is so entrenched in Facebook like us marketers are. We, I mean, I'm in my Facebook account all day, every day, checking on ads or whatever. And so for me, it's just like I, I just get over it so quickly. But you know, people like my husband that actually uses Facebook just for fun. He likes it because he gets to stay in touch with his friends. Now he has he has a very small circle of people in his friends list a circle, no circles. Sorry, Google. Um, he has a very small, <laughs> very small, like list of friends and too they're soon. actually friends too soon. <laughs> um, right. So I, I don't know. I think it's different for the average user than it is for us crazies.
3: Yeah. Well, to be honest, we have to go back and say, okay, what amount of privacy are we going to give up for the amount of usefulness we get? And right. so for me, I've made this, the right or wrong that I don't mind because I, I really believe Alexa can't hear me when I put mute and as uh, she only encrypts it. Cause I mean, I just, I think that's what's going on, but even if she listens to me, I mean, what she's going to, she's not going to hear me singing, you know, how to tune in the shower. What a big deal. Um, but I'm worth, I'm, I'm, I'm allowing that much privacy to to maybe be gone because I want that usefulness. Mm -hmm. That's not there for Facebook. There's no trade right now for that, for just having a webcam that focus zooms in and zooms out. I, I, and I don't think I just don't think the rest of the consumers are either. And you got to remember, Facebook's always said, we're not going to be a hardware company. Well, then they bought Oculus and then they did mm-hmm. the Oculus Go and they're doing this new Oculus. And, th- and I think the main reason they're doing that is because they want to be on the cutting edge. They don't want to, you know, lose out on some other stuff. And and tying in with the augmented reality, I think, makes sense for them. But this is way out of the left field, I think, for for them creating this kind of a hardware thing. Remember the, the Facebook phone that they were trying to do for a long time and that just kind of fell flat? And so I don't really think they know how to do hardware. they got enough problems with everything else this just seems like uh you know I would not buy I don't and I don't see anybody
0: in the comments saying oh yes I can't wait to get my Facebook portal and they have run not another great game I love yet, not one person here on the live show in the comments has said I am getting one if you are like seriously if you are tell us now but I don't so think that's going to happen no, yes kidding. so we can mock you no. no there is some there is there is one thing here that is curious to me Uh, Two things, actually. Number one, I think one possible reason some people might buy it is not because it's Facebook, but because actually the hardware seems a bit impressive, especially Mm -hmm. that 15 inch one. And then if you couple that with it actually having Alexa built into it, it's kind of a really cool Alexa device.
3: And the speakers are supposed to be incredible on that big model. There's like a there's a subwoofer built into it and a lot of tweeters. Everybody said it sounds really great. So and I believe you can play Spotify with it. But once again, if I'm paying money for a big screen and I can't watch Netflix and I know they're hoping that people somehow will magically just everybody wants to watch watch all the time. Right. And that's their play. I still, I, we're still in the infancy of watch. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people will start using watch like Netflix, but I just don't see the signs there yet. I know they're hoping that would be the case, mm-hmm. but it just, it just really doesn't seem, I mean, I could set up my app on uh, my iPad if I'm trying to, to make something in the kitchen and I'm following a recipe on the food network. I don't need a this 300 plus device that I just, I just, I just don't. So yeah. Anyway, so th- I think story time
2: is cool. That story it time, is
3: it's really, yeah. that is really cool. Okay, cool. If I had young kids and maybe even grandkids, if if they loved it, I may buy it. But, you know, Apple and some probably apps are going to come out with something like that soon. Yeah, I mean, there's some great apps yeah. already. And so I, I just think it doesn't do enough for a for a device yeah. that's supposed to be a, an assistant in your home. It just doesn't. It's it's so it's um one of those Cisco. Remember those Cisco cameras that they would have on boardrooms? where right. you would go and you'd have to go into Kinko's if you wanted to have a virtual thing. It's like that. It's like one of those old time web cameras that you have. And I just, I don't think it's enough.
0: Yeah, you walk into the boardroom and it's got the giant big screen TV that's right. like a wood, a wood panel and then the little camera at right. the top, which was like not even as powerful as the one I'm using for the show right now. So I think yeah. the other curious thing to me then is is Facebook itself has this, this M Messenger, no, M uh, Assistant inside of Messenger. And that's not included in this. It's not. It's it's Alexa, and so that's I. It, it's it's a strength to them to have done that. But at the same time, it's like again, you're not really differentiating yourself too much here, other than maybe Facebook's like, well, hey, we can maybe people will buy this instead of a Google device because it's got Alexa.
3: Right. I, geez, uh, I just question, don't know. There's a question that somebody said didn't M die? Well, M was actually being curated by humans. That part mm. died. Yes. So But the Messenger kind of, um, uh, when it kind of can recommend stuff just based on your text, that's still there. Um, but the, the the big M yeah. thing where it was like, hey, I'm hungry. Where can I eat? Let's close. And there was somebody local who was like typing in stuff. That's gone. But uh, yeah, it's just, their baking in Alexa was just kind of odd to me that they like, well, we don't have anything, so... We'll just throw them in. And the funny thing, it's going to be available at like Best Buy. It's going to be available at uh, the uh, Amazon stores and it's going to be sold on Amazon. But, you know, I think what will happen is there'll be people who are confused and buy the wrong one. They, yeah. they don't get a like show, but they buy this because it may have a bit bigger screen um, anyway. Well, the, that, that again, that's,
0: that's one of those things where if they're in a Best Buy and they see this there and they see that's 15 inch screen, then. That's actually pretty impressive. And that the guys, they're saying this has Alexa. They're like, oh, okay. That's what I'll get for grandma then for Christmas. Like, (sighs) grandma. I can see it happening. Unfortunately, grandma's getting stuck with a crappy gift, in my opinion. Right. Returned. (laughs) She can't watch her stories on on it on on Netflix.
3: And and I will say it's cool that you can, like, I don't think the, the show lets you go portrait. I may be wrong. Grace, correct me if I'm wrong. But. That one that pivots, the big one, um, the, right. the other one's is landscape, just like the show. But this one yeah. you can pivot to watch like vertical videos, which is kind of cool. And I think is forward thinking, but Amazon will copy that if it if it starts selling oh, at yeah. all. So, yeah. you know, anyway.
0: Yeah. And you may. And I'm I, again, I'm not fully entrenched in the Amazon ecosphere, but I figure that one of their fire tablets probably can do something like this, too, because you can turn it. So and they're super
3: cheap. We'll I see. mean, their are fire tablets are cheap. I mean, so that's why I'm saying you can get something that does so much more for almost the same amount of money.
0: Yeah. Um, Grace says they're, land, they're landscape state, but, only. Grace, yeah. Grace says they're landscape only. So okay. yeah. I like having our own resident Amazon Alexa expert. And she's the voice. And she's the, she's the voice life. of Alexa. The most so, of Alexa. Yeah. So, so I if you're I would love for if you are listening to this and if you're thinking about this, like I wanna I want you to vote. I want you to seriously, when you're listening to this, go to Twitter, use the hashtag SME talk show, and then let us know which one of these devices, whether it's Facebook, Google, Amazon, throw even Siri in there, I guess. But which one of the ones that you're using or are most excited about using or gonna are gonna buy, like let us know, vote, in other words, for your uh, video and audio personal assistant calling device thing. Um, and I'd love to and I will personally I will follow I will follow the hashtag and see what you guys say. But I really want to know because I, I want to confirm or at least get some better data on this. And you know a lot of people are waiting because they have huge sales
3: for these devices on Black yes. Friday. And so you know that these are going to be hit hard again. And so it'll be interesting to see, like, will people buy this on Black Friday? I mean, they're smart coming out right before the holidays to see if it will they take may. off. Um, but I just – there's the, – the if you pulled Facebook, in, uh, when people trust them, it's just really, really low. So um,
0: I just – Yeah, the novelty of Facebook, the utility of Facebook and the privacy issues of Facebook really are some really major hurdles. This device is going to have to get over. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure we'll uh, let's see how long it takes for us to announce the Facebook portal is dead. Like right. they, they threw it into a Google plus circle. So. <laughs> right,
2: exactly.
0: yeah. uh, well, Jeff, thanks for being here. It's always fun. I mean, you and I geek out about this stuff all the time. Uh, it's good to do it in public for once. So let's uh, tell people where they can find you uh, when you're not doing stuff for Instagram or Pinterest or other video things for Social Media Examiner.
3: They can find me. At, uh, I'm Jeff C across all the socials at uh, I before E, especially in C. And then uh, you can um, also find me at manlypinteresttips.com, where we're always adding testosterone one pin at a time.
0: Awesome. Jeff, thanks for being here. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. So you can see Jeff speak also at Social Media Marketing World by going to smmw19.com and grabbing your ticket to join, let's see, him and Jen and Kim and me and Grace and Mike and a, a bunch of others. 7,000 others, in fact, fellow marketers at the mega conference, Social Media Marketing World 2019. Go to smmw19.com. That is our show for all the details, all the links, the notes, and even next Tuesday, that article we mentioned from Jen Herman on the quick replies on Instagram. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com. The show notes specifically for this episode are going to show up every Saturday. And uh, I want to say special thanks to Jeff C for handling the simulcast and being a guest. Grace Duffy, our show producer and comment and show notes, Wrangler. New new title there. (laughs) Kim Reynolds uh, for, gosh, I can't think of a random title to give you, but great show show co-host. Sidekick. And uh, yeah, sidekick. Sidekick extraordinaire. And then if you are joining us live for this you might decide, hey, I'd love to listen to this. Go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and you'll find new episodes of this show every Monday. Or if you are a listener to this show, we'd love to have you join us live on a Friday show where you can throw in your comments and questions and engage with the community. It's every Friday. You can get it on your calendar by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. And whether you're at the live show or you're listening or watching later, Let someone else know about this show. We're finding that some people just don't know we do this show, which I'm just like, how do you not know after three years? Well, it's possible. So uh, speaking of which, join us for our next show next Friday, October 19th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. We will see you then. And until then, have a great weekend and we will see you next episode. Bye.
1: Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com.
0: Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.